Hello, I am Apostle Maria Brown, co-founder of Empowerment Prayer Outreach Ministry, and you're listening to Waging War and Winning. God bless you, saints of God. Listen, you know how we do it every week. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Saints of God, I'm so excited about what the Lord is doing in my life and in your life as well. I pray and I trust that you are getting yourself into a posture of prayer, a posture and a position to receive all the blessings that has been sealed with yeses and amen. God bless you. Can you believe that we are in the mid of the year already? This year has just jumped on by. Before you know it, we'll be out, you know, doing Christmas shopping again and gathering the family together. But this year, I decree and declare that you will be able to spend quality time, fun time, festive time along with your family. And that you will not face COVID nor any other type of diseases that will separate you from having a fellowship, a wholesome fellowship. In the name of Jesus, I decree and declare that your years you shall fulfill here on earth, that nothing will stop you, saints of God, from moving forward and progressing in the things of God. Do you believe that? If you do, I need you to say, Amen, and so be it. It is so. It has been established because we decreed that thing. Listen, saints of God, over the last few weeks, we've been talking about the person of the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And I had been touching on some of the characteristics and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And briefly, um, um, I'm going to go over a couple of other things, and then we're going to just pray out. But before we even get uh, started on our teaching today, I wanted to share with you about some great things the Lord is doing. Now, if you have been living for any number of time, you know, saints of God, that this is a season and a desperate time for prayer. Prayer is the essence of what we do. You know, oftentimes if you give a conference or some type of gathering and if you have three steps to how to become financially stable, or if you have a conference and, you know, something that's going to encourage you and it's going to bring you something tangible, we all will flood the place out. But the moment we have a call and a plea for prayer, the body of Christ to come together as one, for prayer, it is silent. Like crickets, people don't want to participate. And, you know, we should not allow that spirit, first of all, the separation and division, the spirit of disunification and the spirit of disjointment uh, prohibit us and stop us from having a move of God like never before. How do us, how do we as the body of Christ have a move of God where it's like the Shekinah glory as it, we hear about and we read about in the book of Acts. The Bible says that they was in the upper room on, on one accord and they were praying and they were waiting and they waited and they tarried for the Holy Spirit to wreck the place. Listen, thanks to God, if we're going to see a mighty move of God in areas of our life and see a change in what's going on, it's going to require us as the believers to come together in the spirit of oneness. And we're going to have to be praying. We're going to have to do some fasting and consecration. 
renunciation. We're going to have to do some renunciations. We're going to have to do some self-denial. And we're going to have to get in that place where God wants us to and to be unified. And there we will hear this mighty rushing wind. as And then it's going to flood the place. I'm telling you that will be an open heaven. That's my prayer, says God. That's something I yearn for. Oftentimes I hear the heart of God and I feel this, you know, his, when I feel his presence, I begin to grieve because I'm saying God wants us to that place, that place where we're in true worship, that we're worshiping him in spirit and truth. And we are releasing the incense of prayer. We're not letting go until we get a breakthrough. Signs, wonders, and miracles being performed. Now, I say all this because guess what? I am having, we're having a stirring of the intercessors. It's going to be July the 30th. It's going to be here in the DFW Metroplex. Thanks to God, I want pastors, apostles, evangelists, teachers, um, all prophets, leaders, all, you know, deacons, elders, ministers, whatever your position is to come on out. It's going to be in the DFW Metroplex. It's going to be in Duncanville, Texas, and it's going to be in Breaking Bondage Ministry. And it's going to, that's at 202 Center in Duncanville, Texas. As we approach that time, I'm going to continue to to share this information with you all because I want to see your face in the place. Listen, are you believing God for healing? Do you want to see the manifestation of the Holy Spirit? Do you want to see the move of the Holy Spirit? Not just for you to jump around because, see, that's not the Holy Spirit. That's the praise dancing. Anybody can do that. I'm talking about a move of God, the power and the demonstration of the Holy Spirit where you see signs and wonders and miracles being performed. When you was once diagnosed with cancer, and cancer is leaving your body, left your body, and you see somebody delivered, and you know, coming off of drugs, and you know, coming out of all these types of demonic influences that have been held, holding them back. Saints of God, I'm going to admonish you and encourage you and welcome you to come on out and be a part of this powerful event. Now, listen, it's called the stirring of the intercessors because we're going to be praying. We're going to have intercessors there. We're going to be praying. We're going to be praying heavily. We're going to praise and worship. And the word is going to come forth and it's going to do some impartation and there's going to be some activation that you will be stirred in your spirit to take back into your ministries, your church, and your areas, your realm of influence, wherever God has graced you to have kingdom, dominion, and authority over and activate and charge those areas through prayer and intercessions. You know, one of the proclamations that Declarations that I have. And I say, when I pray, I expect to see something happen. When I pray, I expect to see uh, signs, wonders, and miracles being performed. When I pray, I expect to get praise reports. The expectations of the power of prayer, that's where we need. And so this is what this gathering is going to be about. Listen, do not allow pride and say, well, I already pray. We already got the best prayer group. That's fine. Let's go to another level, saints of God. I charge you to go to another level. Come on out. Again, this is going to be July the 30th, so mark your calendar. July the 30th, 2022, we're going to have the stirring of the intercessors, that mantle of prayer, that mantle of intercession that you may have already that you're carrying. I decree and declare it's going to be even a greater mantle placed on you to pray. You know, I'm sick and tired of seeing the devil run rampant and killing people, the spirit of death and destruction and the grave running rampant. Saints of God, God has given us authority over those things. We are supposed 
supposed to pray, be able to pray and prophetically pray, a prophetic intercession, place a halt to that. But the reason why we don't see the move of God the way that God desires for us to see the move of God is because we're so focused and so distracted in terms of trying to compete with one another, calling each other the enemy and the adversary and not coming together. It is a strategy of the enemy called dividing and conquering. Simple this strategy, simple strategy, but yet we still fall prey to it. Come on out, July the 30th, all right, in Duncanville, Texas. Now, with that being said, God bless you so much. I want to talk to you briefly about the Holy Spirit. Now, we know him as a helper. John 16 and 7 says, you know, that he is a helper. That means whatever we stand in need of, whether it's psychological, spiritually, financially, socially, economically, relationally, whatever it is that we're in need of, spiritually, whatever it is we're in need of, he is the helper. The Bible even calls one of the Greek words of the Holy Spirit is in, in this terms a helper and comforter is Paracletos, that is the one who walks alongside, although our bodies are a home, a residence or the Holy Spirit, he walks alongside of us. In other words, we can go through high days, good days, bad days, low days, unquestionable days, and we can feel confident knowing that the Holy Spirit, the helper, is there to help us. If we need if we need to, you know, progress on our jobs. I mean, things like that that we take for granted. Guess what? The Holy Spirit, if you put the word down inside of you, if you focus on your job, he will help you in that area as well. He is the helper. And the other thing, one of the other ministries and acts of the Holy Spirit is that we talks about our first uh, Corinthians chapter six is that he sanctifies. The Bible says like this, but we were washed. We were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord. Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God, the Holy Spirit sanctifies, He washes us, and purifies. And that word sanctifies means to be set apart, consecrated, purified from sin for the work of the ministry and for God. And so the Holy Spirit, what he does is he helps, cleanses us, washes us. First of all, he convicts us. The Bible tells us he convicts us until our righteousness. And as we go into agreement with what is what he shows us about ourselves and confess those faults, he's faithful and just to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And I thank God for that. You know, oftentimes we walk around saints of God like we, you know, we're on cloud nine. We operate in the just like the Church of Corinthians with the gifts, but we don't have no character. So let me tell you something. If you're going to be powerful, if you're going to be a force to be reckoned with, listen, when those gifts cease, <clears throat> you need character. Character keeps you. Your character sustains you. Stinking attitude, jealousy, envy, and strife backbiting, gossip, slander, being devious, being manipulative, cunning, you know, forceful, controlling, manipulative, all these things hold us back from a lying spirit. All these things uh, hold us back from having the fullness of God because of this junk that's in our trunk. The Holy Spirit, when we yield to him, cleanses us, he washes us, he purifies us, he purges us so we can be clean and that we can be meat to be used by the kingdom king the way the Lord wants to use us, all right? Amen to that. Glory to God, my prayers for you is that you'll say, Lord, cleanse me. Purify me, Holy Spirit. Allow the fire of God just to burn up anything that's not like him because if it's not like God, do you really want it? Do you really want it? Although the enemy may try to entice you, do you really want it? It's holding you back, saints of God, from becoming great in the kingdom and for God. 
All right, the Holy Spirit also helps us to do the will of the Father. Acts 8 and 29 declares that then the Spirit said to Philip, go up and join this chariot. In other words, whatever God's purpose and assignment is for your life, the Holy Spirit, this is why I tell people don't do anything unless you know that God has given you the grace, the ability, and the authority to do it. Everything that we think we can do may not be our call to. You must be about the Father's business. He knows what's best for you. He knows what's best for me. And, the, and what we he wants us to do is to seek his face so he can direct us. He can lead us. He can he can govern us and guide us. And he can because if you, we do anything outside of what God has graced us to do, then we're not walking in grace. And we need that grace, which is our protector. And so one of the, the characters in the ministry of the Holy Spirit does, he helps us to perform and to do the will of God according to our divine assignment. Thanks be to God for being a God who helps us and and lead us and guide us. And the other thing I want to talk about is there's so many variety of gifts and ministries that the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, helps us with in terms of what he will have us to do. He's an imparter. He imparts to us. He teaches us. He guides us. He leads us. He empowers us. He gives us power. Have you received powers of since you believe? You know, and so he said, and once, you know, the Bible even tells us that after you receive the Holy Ghost, you shall receive power. And that power is to do right. That power is to act right. That power is to be able to resist the enticements and the buffetings and the torment of the enemy. And it's also power for you to do the will of the Father. The will of the Father. Oftentimes, we don't fulfill our assignment because we're not operating under the lead not only spirit. We're doing things in our flesh. But the Bible reminds me that it's not by my might nor my power, but by the Spirit of God. And the moment we learn to yield to the Holy Spirit, then we can walk in power. And that's the Zeusius power that he's given us. He's given us the permission to do, to execute dunamis power. Dynamite, blast and blow up diabolical schemes and plots and plans and overturn and overrule his evil sanctions. That's what we're talking about. That dunamis power of the Holy Spirit. So God bless you today. I pray that you have been encouraged, that you've been empowered, you've been invigorated and excited. The Holy Spirit also guides us and leads us in prayer. So with that being said, we're going to come back on next week. I'm going to finish this topic about the ministry, the governance of the Holy Spirit. You be blessed. God bless you.